Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Does your brand have a podcast? Yeah, well, is that podcast doing what you want to your brand or is it damaging your brand? Hmm. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Hey, podcasting's popular. <laughs> we are learning 15 years into this thing. It's a growing rage. Everybody's got a podcast, it seems. And I have stated before, and I'm going to state clearly today, that I think that podcasting is so fantastic and wonderful. Clearly, I love it. It's what I do. But I honestly think that almost any brand, whether that's the, a brand that is done by a company itself, a, a business entity, uh, perhaps a nonprofit organization, they have a brand. Or even as an individual, as a professional service provider, my clients, or even just as an individual who has something that they stand for, I think that every entity can have a podcast. Not that they should, but they can have a podcast. And it seems that in the growing world of today, in 2019, as I recorded this, that lots of brands are getting in the podcasting space. But, as with all things in life, as you know, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. And also, just because you can do something, or simply because you can do something, it almost defines the fact that you should do it properly. Now, the impetus for this particular conversation I'm having with you today is that I've recently had to stop listening to some podcasts. Some podcasts that are done by brands, that are done by businesses. In this particular case, the one I'm thinking of immediately is a magazine. And I've had to stop listening to that podcast because the contents of the podcast are damaging the brand. Specifically, what I mean by it is they seem not to care. That which they give me in the podcast tells me that they don't really care. They don't care about the quality. They don't care about contents. It's an afterthought for them. And that means that I'm no longer listening to the show. Now, do they care? Well, probably they don't care about me not listening to the show. There's a lot of people that listen to this particular show. And, and which one it is, it doesn't matter. But I'm not in their demographics. But none of that really actually matters. It's brought to my attention that your podcast represents your brand. And so this week, what I want to talk about with you here on Podcast Pontifications is how to make sure that your podcast and your brand line up with one another, because there are a lot of misconceptions. And the misconception that I want to tackle today has to do with the fact that podcasting can be an afterthought, and, and it shouldn't be. I know that for many podcasts that are out there, 
Podcasting is an afterthought. It's a fun thing where friends get behind the microphone and talk with one another. They call up people around the world and they have a lot of fun doing a podcast. Great. And I think businesses and brands, people who have something to say, can also have a lot of fun with the podcast. That's okay. But don't do it in a way that damages your brand. I've talked before about the danger of asking your fans of the podcast what they want. Because fans of podcasts will almost always say the same thing. They want more. They want more of the same. They're already listening. They want more of the same. The danger of doing that for is that they're not very honest. Fans of your show aren't very honest about what's not great about your show, and they won't tell you the things that you need to hear about your program. They won't tell you, because for them it's not true, that you're inept, you're ill-informed, your unstrategized efforts are damaging your brand. They won't tell you that because for them it's not, but I can guarantee you, here's kind of the kicker, As more people enter the podcasting space, as more listeners specifically enter the podcasting space, because that's getting easier and hopefully better. The experience is getting easier to listen to podcasts. Thanks, Google, by the way, for making some good inroads to that, as well as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the other places. As more people begin sampling, they're going to start looking for other content, and they might accidentally discover your show for your business, for your organization, for you as a person who has a brand out there. And is their listening experience really representative of the brand you are attempting to portray, that your business is supposed to embody, that your organization espouses to? When they listen, that may be the only thing they know about you. Is that the right thing you want them to hear? And there are lots of things I want to talk about throughout the rest of this week on making sure that the things that they hear are representative of your brand. Today, it's specifically about doing things that aren't going to cause harm to your brand. Like, for example, let's say that you're a magazine that you publish a monthly magazine that people pay money to subscribe to your magazine. And if you put out a podcast that is unedited, where four or five different voices are at wildly varying levels of volume, it makes me wonder, do you also let typos go through your magazine? Do you also haphazardly assemble episodes together based on random thoughts? Do you have 15 different fonts and different types of letting and kerning and all the other things? I just makes me wonder, it makes anybody else wonder, if this is the amount of effort you're putting into this thing called a podcast, how much effort do you put into the final product? Maybe you're not a magazine. Maybe you're a consultant. Maybe you put out a thrice-weekly podcast, and the first two minutes of your short podcast is one big ad for somebody else, for a different service that I know that you're going to make a commission on when you get, when you get, you know, someone signs up for that particular service. It makes me wonder, 
is that the kind of service I'm looking for? If that's what you do with your show, is that the kind of leveraged, um, is that the kind of advice you're going to give someone as a consultant if it's all about, I've got one thing I'm talking about and it's on over here. Your brand is super important. Especially with the intimate experience people have with the podcast, listeners have with your podcast, really makes them feel about what, what it is. So for the rest of this week, we're going to talk into things about like the real contents of your show and how those emulate, those represent the brand that you have. We'll talk about a release schedule. We're going to talk about all sorts of things that have to do with your overall brand, either as a business, as an organization, or as a person. I'm going to really take a deep dive and look at podcasting elements to find out, are we representing the brand the way we want? When people listen to the show, are they getting what they want? So that's what you're in for, for the rest of the week, which three more episodes happening here on Podcast Pontifications. I think you'll enjoy it. Hopefully you'll get some insight. So bring pencil and paper next time. Take a few notes. Hit rewind a couple of times because I shall be back tomorrow. We did another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.